That's a very um, summery shirt. Oh, that was a nice word. You chose a nice adjective. Thank you. It's summery. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yep. You look nice. Thank you. It's a is rental. It a rental? It's, a, <laughs> it's always a rental. Uh, that tank top is really nice, Steve. Thank I like you. Your it's tank not top a rental. A lot. It's not a rental. It's the one I wore on the last podcast <laughs> and probably two before that. But the and hat then, is clean. That Well, yeah, because I did... Um, oh, well, first, you know, I, I, let's start from the beginning. Let's start from um, Indianapolis, Okay, I, I hadn't done Indianapolis in forever. Yeah. In forever. And to be honest with you. Indiana- Why had you not done Indianapolis in forever? Well, COVID and, and well, here's what's crazy. So road, road manager, Timmy, uh-huh. I met him in Indianapolis. That's where he's from. Yes. That's where I met him almost 20 years ago. Um, I was an opening act comedian and he was a bartender there. And we partied one night and became what we are today. How many years ago? Uh, almost 20, probably 18 years for no sure. No way. Yeah. 18, probably 18. Yeah. Probably 18 years that I've known Timmy. Yeah. He was a bartender at a comedy club and I was I was really hurt. And I'm not going to say any names, but I was hurt because Timmy was friends with the owner of the comedy club that I was working in Indianapolis. 18 years ago or, or this, even now this visit. Oh, no, it's, no, no. it's a different comedy club okay. than the one I did. Okay. So see, I got to ask these questions cause boys don't give details. I know. Well, so it, it was a bummer because I love that club, uh-huh. right? Some, a lot of cool things happened for me at that club. Um, there was a blizzard one time where I was stuck in a blizzard and had to perform. We had, uh, we had a guy charge the stage, <gasps> that was during, the club that the guy charged the stage yeah, with Rocky, the right? Blizzard. Rocky yeah. was with me. I'm like holding the guy down on the ground. Like, I remember that story. I didn't realize that was the same it was there. club. And 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 Rocky's having to hold the guy's wife off of me. I'm waiting for <laughs> management because there's no door guys. It was a blizzard, right? Right. Um, that happened there. Um, Timmy and I became very good friends there, along with Troy and Amos and and. You know, kind of that whole crew, right? right? Well, what hurt me was, I the last time I did that club, uh-huh. the owner um, came up to me and I get two checks, okay, for my weekend. Uh-huh. I get a check for X amount and then I get a check for X amount. Okay. And the owner says, hey, just deposit one now. And then in a couple of weeks, can you deposit the other one? Because we're really not doing well. Right. Right. The club is not doing well. We're having a really hard time paying the bills, blah, blah, blah. I take that check and I rip it up. Uh-huh. One of them. Right. And I go, don't even worry about it. I go, I hope this helps the club. Right. I go, it's on me. I hope it helps the club. I go, but I expect to be rebooked. Right. Never got rebooked. That was the last time you were there? At, yeah, at, at that club. Gotcha. Okay, never got rebooked. And and, and I didn't do it, um, you know, I, I did it to try to save the club, to try to help the owner out. Right. Right. But I also said, hey, like, book me again. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Right. And it never happened. You know, and, and, and did again, the club stay open? Maybe that's why it never happened. They went out of business. That particular they club to keep you. did not stay open. However, they are still open. Okay. Because okay, there was two of them. Oh, gotcha. Right. Okay. 
So, you know, it was it's moments like that where, you know, it's it's why I hate this business so much. Yeah. Right. Because I try to do the right thing. Right. Which, by the way, I'm willing to bet there's not another comedian that's ever done that. Well, no, because most comedians need the money, too. It's like well, I needed, <laughs> as much as the club does. I, I needed the money, too. Right. No, I'm sure you did. But I always look at things as I want I want work all the time. Right. Right. I no, I know exactly what you're going to say. You're yeah, going to say want, that you want that comedy club to continue to do well. You don't ever go and put like a huge guarantee on a club because you want the club well, to continue to be but there. But I've always had the mentality of I want to work every single year. Right. Like, I don't want that comedy club to go, man, Trevino comes. I made no money. Right. I can't book him again. So that's one time money. Yeah. I'm not about one time money. Yeah. Right. Don't give me. X amount of dollars once and then never book me again. I'd rather have less and continue to, especially back then when, hey man, I'm trying to. Every week counted. Every week counts. The next year that comes around, I need that week to fill weeks, right? Yeah. And, and continue to work. And, and I also thought, okay, well, here's a gesture, right? Here's something that I can do to help that club. And then they'll just, they'll book me forever and they'll never forget it. Yeah. Like I do, right? I don't ever forget Brad Garrett. Yeah. I never forget that when I needed work, I could call Brad Garrett and he would give it to me. Yeah. And it was a fun week for me and you to be in Vegas. Yeah. You know, put up and and I've never forgot that from Brad and yeah. I never will. Right. I will always answer Brad uh, Garrett, by the way, Brad Garrett. I will always answer his phone calls. As a matter of fact, he just texted me um, today, right before we did this. So yeah. That's, that's kind of why I'm bringing him up. But. You know, it, it, that was one of those moments, too, in this business where I'm like, again, like I got effed again. I got yeah. fucked again. Yeah. You know what I mean? But and, you and always tell me, too, you're like, don't do a good deed expecting something in return because that's not the way it works. No, no, no. And, and, and that's why I'm not I'm, I'm not throwing mud. Right. Right. I'm not naming names. I'm not saying what comedy club it was. I'm yeah. not like, hey, don't ever go there again. I'm just saying that personally for me, it was another one of those moments where it was like, wow. You know, yeah. like I, I really thought that I was, that I would at least be returned the favor. Right. Right. And I didn't. And it is what it is. So then this new comedy club comes into town called Helium. Mm -hmm. I love the Helium comedy clubs. There's one in Portland. There's one in Buffalo. Um, there's one in Philly. I don't work it. I work the punchline. Yeah. And then I get booked like two years ago in Indy and we did good. It wasn't sold out. Yeah. But we did. We did well. Yeah. We did really, really well. So then we're booked COVID. COVID happens. No right. more booking. We go back last week. And let me put it this way. I would walk on stage and go, well, Captain Evil really wanted me to be humbled. <laughs> so she said, go to Indianapolis. Because, I mean, I don't think we, we sold out one show. Yeah. And, and by the way, half capacity, which... At this point in my career, I'm not used to not selling out. Right. And if I don't sell out, it's because maybe Thursday was 10 tickets short. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, but for this to be, I mean, Friday's second show was probably 75 people. Maybe. Thurs <sighs> Thursday was like 75 people. Yeah. Saturday's second show was like 75 people. And then, of course, it's half capacity. I just keep like looking. Out, yeah, so I know. I keep looking at the room and how uncomfortable that must be for you. It wasn't uncomfortable. I, I 
I mean, I walk on stage and I joke, okay, Captain Evil wanted me to be humbled, uh -huh. right? And I Did go... people even know who Captain Evil was? Did of they course. Oh, okay. No, they were fans, you know, family, right? Yeah. And, um, and, and you know, I, I also let them know, like, please understand I'm joking. Right. Because I will perform in front of two people or 2,000. I'm super happy to be here. And, and to be honest with you, they were they were really fun shows. Yeah? Fun shows. It was somewhat um, relaxing. I think we talked about this before where, where this might have happened several months ago where, you know, I end up with this small crowd that I'm not used to. And it really turns out to be uh, almost an exercise for me. Like a freeing experience because you yeah, can it's, just kind of uh, chat. Uh, it's more uh, intimate. Is a that freeing what it is? experience. You know, um, we had several family that came out and one of them was like, hey, here's a picture of us two years ago. My wife was pregnant. We now have a two-year-old. Wow. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. There was an older couple there with an older, with a, with a, another couple their age. Yeah. And oh my gosh, were they the, I mean, they were the best and they were sitting to my right and he was wearing a camo jacket. So I gave him a camo tank top and afterwards she comes up to me and she says, oh my gosh, she's like, oh, then I'm like, any questions, you know, cause it was a small crowd and uh -huh. she knew everything. How's Delilah? How's Renee? We love the podcast, you know? Aww. And she goes, I'm your biggest fan. And you know, her husband was like, oh, she's your biggest fan. So I just want to give her a big uh, shout out and tell her thank you. Yeah. But it was, it was definitely a, a humbling experience and, and it, it, it leads to my neurosis. About what? Which one? <laughs> I'm kidding. It, 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 well, I figured, okay, here's a place for Renee to jump in. What? I don't know what neurosis you're talking about. Well, my about. anxiety about like, oh crap, they forgot about me. Oh. Right? Yeah. And then I go nuts. I go crazy. Yeah. And then you drive me nuts and then I drive everyone else nuts. It's like a trail down effect. Yes. And then I feel like, I'm like, oh my God, how did I not sell out? What happened? Well, then you, you know, panic and you're like, then this is like the future for the rest of my life, you know? Well, yeah, but it, yes. And then, but it's, it's also scary because that weekend, last weekend in particular, I actually had it off. Yes, you were and supposed to be off. Kim and Tito and their kids were coming. Yeah. So I was like, oh, sweet. I'll have off. I'm off. It is what it is, right? Yeah. Then the agent and the manager call and they go, hey, we got this Indianapolis offer. It's not great money, but we really think you should go. If you sell out, you'll do okay. And I'm like, well, you know, I really don't want to go. Yeah. I got this week off. The deal's bad, you know. So then I go and it's like, oh, crap. Yeah. Then it cost me money to be there. Right. Literally cost me money to be there. And then now I'm not only am I neurotic about, oh, crap, people forgot about me. Right. You're also like, oh, crap, is this my career like five years ago? And yes. Do I have to do this or all seven over years again? ago or whenever it was. But but also the feeling of I already hate being away from my family. Yeah. But I don't mind it when I come home paying the bills. Right. 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 I already don't get to hang out with, you know, Kimberly's one of my favorite cousins. We grew up best friends. Yeah. You know, she, I hadn't seen her in a year cause they shut it down for coronavirus. Yeah. So now I already don't get to see my family. Now I'm working on a week that I didn't want to work. Then the crowds are small. 
And then I don't get to see my family. I lost money when yeah. I could have been home with my family. However, I'm not saying that I don't enjoy performing right. for the people there. Right. You know. Right, right. But it, it, it does scare the crap out of me. Like, Well, I think it's just figuring out how um, there's this still this uncertainty of how things are going to return post-COVID. Yeah. And, 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 and what that roadmap is going to look like. And, and I think there was this moment of like, we, especially for you, you, we felt like we continued to work through COVID to make sure that like when things opened up, it would just be this seamless return. And we're still continuing to figure out how to kind of navigate things. Yeah. And it's, and it's scary because like I said, last time I was in, um, Indy at full capacity, yeah. we did well. Well enough that at half capacity, I should have sold everything out. Yeah. And then to get there and then, oh, crap, nobody's here, right? Yeah. So, it, it, and then I come home and then I'm grumpy and I'm angry and I'm mad about it. And then I take it out on you. And then, and then the, the best thing about you is that you have no reverse. <laughs> I just match your energy. <laughs> and I tell Renee that. I'm like, I'm like, Renee, like, if... I get mad. I'm not mad at you, but then you take it personal. Well, yeah. And then you get mad at me. And then now it's this cycle where we end up fighting and it's like, I'm not mad at you. And everyone's like, save um, it for the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not mad at you. I'm grumpy that, that all of this happened to me this weekend. I'm scared. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, yeah. I'm afraid that COVID has taken away what I had built. Yeah. What I had worked so hard to build. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then the funny part out of all of this um, depression um, is. <laughs> Which is what you're good at, baby. So uh, thanks. Thank you. Uh, uh, the funny part of the depression. <laughs> well, both. The funny both. part of the depression. <laughs> um, so our friend Flip Schultz, uh-huh. who opens for me, who is fantastic comedian. Oh, you, yeah. you guys That's need to great. look him up. He's a. Total professional comedian. He's a headlining comic. He's really, really funny. And and I think we talked to him on the podcast uh, once or twice. So Flip is there. Now, Flip was a big time headliner on the Norwegian cruise lines. Uh-huh. Like, for, uh, as, as for cruises, if you're a stand-up comic on Norwegian, you that's have to be... That's the nice ship. Yeah, that's the night. I mean, you have to be a really good comic to be there. Yeah. And Flip had made a very, very, very good living as a, a Norwegian headlining comic. Yeah. So on, as you know, on, on, on cruises, there's other entertainers. Yes. Right. Um, so he says, Oh man, I've got this friend in town. She's coming to the show. She's a, a dueling piano player. Uh-huh. And you know how much I love dueling pianos. Yes. I yeah. love yeah, yeah. dueling piano. It's freaking awesome. The sing along. Right. So <laughs> flip and it's, and so we're, we're downtown Indy and he goes, Oh, she's playing at a place in broad ripple. Uh-huh. Right. And he's like, you want to go now? You know me. Right. First of all, there's a cigar lounge next door that I want to be at. I don't want to go out. I want to sit at the cigar lounge next to the comedy club, next to the mean? comedy club. Okay. I want to sip a whiskey, have yeah. a nice cigar. Right. And stay out of trouble. Yeah. Right. That's my goal. Stay out of trouble. Right. And most of the time I'll stay at the club. I don't even go out anymore. If I'm going to have drinks Friday night, I stay at the club. I have drinks. Uh-huh. I go home. Right. Yeah. Well, flips like, come with me, dude. Come with me. Right. And the girl was really nice. So I got to meet her. She's a very sweet girl, um, very talented person. And he goes, please, come on, let's go, let's go, right? So I'm like, 
All right. So now we're waiting for an Uber. Uh-huh. Right. We get in the Uber. We get there. And do. Okay. First of all, that night, uh-huh. I'm wearing the shirt that says dad on it. Where's she playing at? Hold on. I'm wearing okay. that shirt that says dad. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. I'm with Timmy, who is, who looks <laughs> 65 years old. All right. He's got the white beard. Uh, he's, like, his, hair. his hair has gone completely white. His <laughs> facial is hair he is still rocking the ponytail. I don't even no. know. So, uh, do we show up in Broad Ripple and uh-huh. it is straight up college crowd. Yeah. Kids. Is it a college town? I don't know Broad Ripple. It's a, well, it, Broad Ripple's like an area, but it's where all the college kids have. And we walk in and I'm like, dude, this isn't like a piano bar. This is like a college bar. Dude, <laughs> as I'm walking in, uh, Tim hears a girl go, oh my God, some dad's here. Oh my God, somebody's dad is here, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my, and like, I don't feel old. I don't really feel, I feel young. You know me. I feel young. I have yeah. energy. Until you, you know, show up wearing a dad oh my God, shirt dude, in a college I, bar. Yeah, I show up in a college bar with Timmy, Flip, and I'm wearing a, I might as well have walked around being, Jennifer, everybody see my daughter, Jennifer? Like, that, like I felt like I might as well have done that, right? So the, the, the girl playing and she's like, Oh my God, I'm sorry. She's like, you guys totally don't fit in here. Right. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So she comes over and she goes, I, she's like, I have to sing a couple more songs. Uh-huh. She goes, and then I know this really chill place <laughs> with an older crowd <laughs> to hang out. Right. So we're like, all right, so we'll have a drink here. I fine. Don't know how right? You don't walk into the bathroom and turn your shirt inside out. But I guess if you're standing Dude, with flipping Timmy, there. it doesn't really matter. I'm already there. Right. Yeah. So then this, this kid, this kid next to me, um, uh, touches this shoulder and I turn around and he's trying to trick me. Right. Like, you know how you go, huh? And then I, you know, uh-huh. and so I turn around and I turn back around and he's like, huh. yeah. and I, I just put my arm around him and I go, you're a brave little fucker, aren't you? <laughs> right. And he goes, uh, I'm drunk, sir. <laughs> I go, I go, then good. Sit down. And he goes, yes, sir. <laughs> and he sits down and, and Flip goes, Dude, did you just tell that kid to sit down? And he sat down. I go, dude, I, my shirt says dad. When your shirt says dad, you can tell college kids what to do. But but I just put my arm around him. I'm like, you're a brave little fucker, aren't you? And he was like, I'm drunk, sir. <laughs> it is the funniest shit. So, okay. Did any girls come up to you guys? No. <laughs> no. Well, Timmy loved it because all these college girls kept gr- rubbing his face. Why were they rubbing his face? Dude, I don't know what it is, man. It's college, COVID. You're not supposed to be touching people's dude, college faces. college chicks were all about Timmy's white beard. Interesting. And so Timmy was like, I need to hang out at college bars. He goes, dude, all these girls were touching my beard, right? So then uh, um, when I met like Timmy. they never seen one before. That's yes. hilarious. Timmy played on the um, Indianapolis rugby team uh-huh. when I met Timmy. Yes. And the rugby bar was a place called Connor's Pub. Not a college bar. Not Well, no, it was a rugby bar. Okay. Back in the day, There's right? There's a thing such as a rugby bar? Yes, it's where all the rugby guys hang out, right? So That's got to be like an East Coast thing, yes. right? So, rugby, r- rugby bar? So we used to hang out there. When I would come to Crackers uh, Comedy Club or Helium or wherever, I would go to, afterwards it was, let's go to Connor's Pub. And Timmy was the king of Connor's Pub. Like we would walk into Connor's Pub and people would lose their minds because Timmy showed up. Because he was a rugby player. Because everyone knew him. Because he hung out there all the time. Every, 
Both. <laughs> Everybody knew him. He was on the team. He hung out there all the time. Uh-huh. And he used to tie it in a knot there. So he was a legend. Okay. I can't believe we're talking about this on the so, podcast. You know, we would always go to Connors, right? So uh-huh. um, uh, the girl that we're hanging out with, she starts walking us to the bar where it's going to be where we can have a drink. Uh-huh. Where we're like, oh crap, Connors is right there. Like, we should walk in to Connors. Right? For old time's sake. For old time's sake, let's go into Connors. Okay. So we get to I'm Con- a little afraid. Dude, we get to Connors. Uh-huh. And, we, and I'm Mexican, and me and Timmy are the only white people there. And the bouncer goes, nah, dog. He's like, you two ain't coming in here. And then we were like, why is it closed? Like, uh-huh. is it closed? Right. Is, it at, is that capacity? Is it at capacity? Right. And he was like, nah, you white boys don't belong here. And then we were like, all right, all right, well, we'll <laughs> so much. Uh, <laughs> Not at the college bar. So much Not for, at the uh, pub. So much for the college the bar. Uh-huh. Uh, that he was like, nah, dog, you ain't coming in here. Right? Yeah. And we're like, all right, well, <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, I'm wearing a dad shirt. Right, I, I should right, be, right. right. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So we leave. So and, then where'd you end up? We ended up at this, um, like, uh, hangout patio kind of a. Uh, Old person vibe. No, it was still young person, but we, we still found like a little corner. A dark corner. But, but I was so happy because when I walked up to the door, the bouncer was like, oh my God, Steve Trevino. Oh, you're allowed here. Yes. And yeah. then the cop that was right there was like, oh shit, Steve Trevino. Right. So I ended up taking a picture with the cop. I uh-huh. ended up hanging out with the dude and he was like, bro, it's on me. Like, man, we'd love to have you go up there and hang out. Yeah. So, so we ended up hanging out, but that was kind of the... Uh, <laughs> The the highlight of my Indianapolis yeah. weekend. Adventures in Dad. Yes. Um it, it was it was a little heartbreaking. Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, did we have people who who are into my stand up, who are family, who love what me and you are doing there? Yeah. We do. Right? But it's also one of those things where I'm like, man, I don't know if it's worth going back. Right. You know, because I can't afford to lose money to go to a market right. to perform. So it, it just it, it's it's one of those things where it's like, man, you know, and then I'm doing like, for example, I'm doing um, San Angelo Saturday. Right. And one of the reasons I'm going back to San Angelo is because during covid we we did that market because Texas was open uh-huh. and it was an outdoor venue and we were able to socially distance and get people in there. Well, they came out in droves. Yeah. Right. So it makes me go, I'll go back. Right. Because they earned me to come back. Right. Right. It's like, oh, well, they it made sense. Right. They really yeah. want me here. And and again, you know, growing up in, in Gregory Portland next to Corpus Christi. Right. I always laugh because Corpus always had that attitude. Nobody comes here. Nobody ever comes to our town. Right. But they're historic for being a last minute market. For not buying tickets. Yeah. Like, well, they wait till the last minute to buy the tickets. So then it's not that they wouldn't come out. They just, for whatever reason, that market, they wait till the last minute. So then big acts get scared that, yeah. They cancel. They don't want to be there. They don't want to take on that risk. So, you know, to all of you who live in that secondary market, you know, and having that attitude of nobody ever comes here. Well, when somebody does come... Buy the ticket. Yeah. Buy the ticket as soon as you hear that they're coming. And by the way, it might be a big act that you're not into. 
buy the ticket because then that leads to possibly the act that you really want to see. Yeah. You know, and, and San Angelo is one of those places for me where I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to add this to my tour. Right. You guys love me. I made money. Right. It was a great show. I mean, I, I know. I feel like you were taking it very personally. And I think there's still this element of like people are comfortable with different things at this point, depending where you are in the country. Some people still don't want to be inside. They want right. to be outdoors. Well, and- well, that's what makes me think, OK, let's give it another shot. Yeah. Right. Let's let's see when things get settled down. Do we go back next year? Do we right. do we really try and and give it another go? Yeah. You know, um, Bryan College Station is is one of those places uh, that I found and I'm like, OK, I got to do that again. Yeah. Right. Because, man, we sold out shows and we had a great time. And there's yeah. there's a, um, a want for me there, you know, so we're actually working on a a. Brian College Station. Going um, back again? Going back again. Yeah. A, a date. So, um, Indy was great. Um, I came home Sunday. I got to see Kim and Tito for... They stuck around to... For a few minutes. Yeah, they took a nap waiting for you to get here before they hit the road. Um, but that was a decent weekend for you, right? Yeah, we had a good time. Garrett loves having his cousins around. He loved it. He loves having people in the house. He's like you. He's a lot like you that way. He likes a full house and... He was so excited for them to get here. They were running late on Friday. When are my cousins going to be here? When are my cousins going to be here? I just wanted to put the damn kid to sleep. Um, but he was so happy to have them. And we took them to breakfast at Granny D's, which has, you guys, there's this place that makes pancakes that literally your to-go box is a pizza box. That's the Because you head. can't finish it all. So there's like, here's a pizza box. If you, if you have eight people, you order two pancakes. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. No, I don't know why they sell a double stack. Who can eat two pancakes the size of a pizza? It's insane. It's crazy. They're literally 12 inches around. And they're like cinnamon roll pancakes. They do a carrot cake pancake. They do a banana foster pancake, like an apple cinnamon pancake. It's in Canyon Lake, right? Yes. Yeah. So I took them there. And then, of course, after you've had like this gluttonous breakfast, we went and hiked the Canyon Lake Dam. That's or awesome. not, I shouldn't say hike, but walked, walked across. Yeah, yeah. Just walked. the and boys did their scooters. The kids had the scooters. Yeah. Um, and then our friend Rick and Gigi finally yes. got out of the cave. Uh huh. Brought their kids out. Their kids were like, Ugh, <laughs> uh. like they, you know, they're seeing the sun. You know, they're they're all white and like, oh, we're I so. I felt very honored that we were like one of their first adventures out. Well, you know, Rick had to come over to because <laughs> um, Rick had to. <laughs> well, Rick had to come over. To uh, fix um, the studio up uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, well, you got to bring the wife and kids. Like, I mean, he's like, all right, well, I guess we're vaxxed, you yeah. know. So they came over and, and uh, you know, great that Garrett and the boys They're totally so got along. Yeah. And they have, you have wonderful kids, Rick. You have wonderful kids. Sweet, sweet boys. Sweet, nice. They, and it's always interesting to me because when you, you know, even my sister, my sister has three girls. Uh-huh. And it's just so interesting to me how different all of them Each are. Each girl is, yeah. They grew for up sure. they grew up with the same parents in the same home, right? Yeah. With the same most of the same rules. Uh-huh. Right. And they're just, you know, even with Rick's boys, Rick, your boys, they're all so different. Yeah. And it's so funny because Rick has three boys. One of them looks exactly like Rick. Uh-huh. One of them looks exactly like Gigi. <laughs> and then the other one's like a mix of the two. <laughs> um, but Rick, do you think that early on you could tell the difference um, with the boys? So what the, the interesting thing is, 
my middle one, who I'm thinking you think looks like me, my middle one looks like me now. My oldest one looks like me when I was a, a kid. I was oh. like him. But so the middle one just looks like me now, like Butterball. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not why we think he looks like that's you. That's exactly like his, why I think no, he looks like you. No, his facial no, his face, features. yeah, definitely. And even his little personality is you, But too. But that's what I'm saying. So personality-wise, was it always like, oh, you know, they're so different? Well, I'm a middle, too. So my middle one is like me. Oh, like that's interesting. Like the lie and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> And then the older one is the the well put together, smart, wants to talk to the adults. Yeah. Right. And then the little one's like, I do whatever I want. I was gonna say, but I feel like that's a lot of families, right? Like the first one is the really sweet one, and then the youngest is the little wild child. But not for you. Huh? Not for you. No. No, your brother's the rebel. Your brother's the partier. Your brother's the the uh, rule breaker. Yeah. Right. And then you are Mrs. Perfect. Right. I'll go to the garage. I'll go get all your awards right now, dude. <laughs> Rick, after we did the podcast episode where Steve was talking about my awards, my mom sent Miss Dora with boxes and boxes of stuff from her house. And she's like, I got to get this out of here. Dude, crowns. <laughs> and I go, hey, no. And then Renee says she doesn't care. And I go, dude, look at your homecoming crown. She's like, um, that was my prom crown. That wasn't homecoming. That was prom. <laughs> Bro, she literally wore crowns. <laughs> <laughs> literally wore no. like most girls are like i wish i no. was a princess and i could wear a crown renee wore Shut crowns there was no. three Shut crowns the there was three three crowns in that in that deal i'm gonna go put one on <laughs> i'll go get one dude we'll post a picture of steven a crown no let me just go get no. it you talk <laughs> no don't go do that baby it's missing like blings it doesn't look good it's missing stones let's not do this oh oh my goodness how does the conversation always go back to me? I love how we were talking about your children and now it's always back to me. I don't do that, Rick. That's him. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay, intro me. Intro you. <laughs> intro me. Uh, Steve Trevino. <laughs> You're ridiculous. And I don't even know what medal I grabbed, <laughs> but there's a medal that here. That word is salutatorian, baby. Oh, yeah, salutatorian. <laughs> so, Rick, this is one crown, okay? Look, here's another one. Bro. Well, that's because I did a couple of beauty pageants as a girl, and I guess mom saved some No, of you said one was homecoming, one was prom. That, well, yes, one was homecoming, and then, and one by was the way, prom, Rick, so that the audience understands... Renee would have been valid Victorian. You've already told this story. Had Miss Brown, the drama teacher, not given her a 99, had she given her a hundred, Renee would have been valid Victoria. <laughs> yes, the drama teacher where Renee won best actor in the state, <laughs> the highest gra- the highest grade that she would give was a 99. However, will you pick that up? However, had Renee asked her to, she would have got the 100 and would have been valid Victoria. Let's email her the Aztec video. Yeah. yeah. Here, put that one on. Um, I'm going to take mine me. off. Why do you get the bigger one? I don't know. No, is it bigger? You know this. 
All right, well, there's the trash can. <laughs> you look great, honey. Thank you, Lev. Thank you. And I love the American flag. Yeah. Um, so... Um, he really putting. He just put the metal in the trash. That's I mean, not, not forever, <laughs> just for now. Um, so then, uh, we. I was so proud that that you know we we did our helicopters for heroes golf tournament on Monday. Total rain out, and and nobody nobody asked for their money back. Yo, it was like crazy lightning. Like the fact that people even still showed up at the course to just support to me is amazing because there was some intense storm it was awesome and you know i gotta throw a big shout out to el chingon uh-huh. um, mexican restaurant in fort worth so yeah. they ended up being a huge sponsor that day so if you are in the dallas fort worth area please go and have lunch there have dinner there have a drink there because they were huge supporters it's a cool spot and, and then you know i hit up tom castillo who owns the improv comedy club in Addison and, and Arlington, and he was a huge sponsor. Yeah. So please, guys, support these people who, you know, and, and one of the coolest things was, you know, Jose Trevino from the Texas Rangers showed up. Uh-huh. Um, Corey Proctor, uh, our friend, ex-Dallas Cowboy, he showed up. Yeah. Right? We gave away a one of those um, tractor chairs, you know. The wheelchair with the crazy tires. Yes. Yeah. Off-road. Yeah. And we had a 25-year combat vet there who had no idea that we were going to give him this chair. Uh-huh. And I had I, you know, I introduced Jose Trevino. Jose comes out. Oh, by the way, Jose Trevino right now is trying to get into the all-star game uh, for the Texas Rangers. Uh-huh. He could use some votes. So vote for Jose. He's right there. Is that how right it there. works? People just vote? Votes and stats, right? But, but please vote for Jose. Um, but Jose, so I go, Jose Trevino of the Texas Rangers, he rolls in on the track chair, uh-huh. right? And then we asked the guy, hey man, um, do you mind driving this around? See if you like it. So he's driving it around and then all of a sudden Philip, uh, who started Helicopters for Heroes, he goes, hey, congratulations, it's yours, keep it. Right? And then yeah. I'm, of course, you know, it's, it's such an emotional yeah. deal. And then for me, for me, and I hope I don't get um, choked up here, but we had a 96-year-old World War II veteran, 96 years old, Don Graves. He actually saw the flag go up on the beach in Normandy. Wow. He saw with his own eyes the flag go up. I just got we, chills up and down my legs. Well, not only that, like he got on stage what and did he, he sang the national anthem. Yeah. And there is a picture of me. I'm choking back. I'm trying not. I was so emotional. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I go to myself, I'll never have this experience again. I will be able to tell my kids, my son, Delilah, that. I met somebody and heard him sing the national anthem that kept our country free. Yeah. Truly free. And it, it was just such a an honor. He's to how old it. again? Ninety six. So he must have been so young. Oh my gosh. And he was he was so strong. And you know, at one point I felt like an like an asshole because he was walking up 
uh-huh. and he had a, he has a cane. Yeah. And I go, I go, you don't have to walk on stage. You can just do it from right there. And he throws the cane and then walks up the stairs. And I was like, <laughs> man, I'm sorry. Like, you know, yeah. strong, you know, and then he sang God bless America. Uh-huh. And it was just a really beautiful moment. And, and, and we were able to raise, and I, I don't want to lie about the number, but almost $30,000 on a Monday in Dallas, Texas, our, our farmer's thunderstorm. branch and a pouring th- thunderstorm <laughs> on a soggy on a Monday, golf course on a Monday, yeah. you know, and, and as you know, you know, helicopters for heroes is such an expensive event for us to pull off. So when we pull it off after we pay to pull it off, then we take our, our the money that's left over and we give it back. So, right. you know, we have really changed gears over there at helicopters for heroes with me and with Jake and, and Samantha and the whole Jim, Jim, the whole team, mm-hmm. we go, let's pay for the event before we get there. Right. That way, every single dollar that we make, right. those silent auction items, everything or, yeah. goes to the veterans, you know, so we're really trying to make an effort. And, you know, Monday was a beautiful event, despite the fact that we didn't get to play golf. Yeah. Right. We were in a th- freaking thunderstorm and, you know, what well, we did have the truck out front, the the nineteen thirty seven Ford. Oh, the one that was raffled. That we're, we haven't is, raffled it, it hasn't yet. Been raffled we yet. haven't raffled okay. it yet. Twenty dollars gets you a ticket and a chance to win a fully restored Ford pickup truck on Helicopters for Heroes. So it, it was just great. And the good news is that um, me, Renee, Delilah, and Garrett. Yeah. Drove, we all drove up together, and we stayed at a place called Great Wolf Lodge. Yes. It's been around for a while. I mean, I'm. I'm okay doing a three-hour trip with the kiddos by myself in the car because Delilah's like three hours in between feeds. But past that, it starts to get a little tricky. Um, well, so yeah. since we were able to make this trip together, I was like, yeah, let's do it. She we'll did great. It. She yeah. did great. And, and Great Wolf Lodge. It's, uh, man, I, I, it, you start to realize like it's training ground for Vegas. Oh, you and your son have so much in common. It's, it's you like, love a good casino? It's like, that kid is jonesing for an arcade. It's like, like kid casino. Tickets, dad. I need tickets. Right. <laughs> and then like he hits jackpots and he's like, Yes. Yes, <laughs> 200, po- 200 tickets, yes, right. Dude, and then at night, so we, we eat dinner, and then at night they're having a kid dance party. Oh, I missed it because I was in yeah, the room with Delilah. It. You didn't tell oh, me dude, about the Garrett's kid out party. there, right, with Jake's girls, and he's dancing it up. And I'm like, this is Kid Vegas. Like, literally. It's Hawkeye. Yeah, it's like freaking nightclub, <laughs> bottle service, right? They got their little lemonades. They're like, you know, they're partying it up uh, but it's so kid vegas and then of course during the day you hang out by the pool the indoor water park until it's yeah, time yeah. to hit the casino it's just like sensory overload delilah did really well considering like all of the i was just waiting for garrett to go man i bet those machines are loose right now like let's i bet we can hit them late let's hit them late let's hit them late they leave them on all night because i was up at <laughs> six in the morning wandering the halls with you, delilah and the machines are still going you know how much i love craps uh-huh. they have a they have a, a huge dice. Remember the Monopoly one? And you spin the dice. Oh, and yeah, G- yeah. And Garrett's like, Dad, we got to play dice. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Here's you talking yeah. about dice. I'm like, yes, we do, son. Uh, and he's over there freaking <laughs> killing it. Um, but it, all in all, it was a, a great week. We got back um, this morning. We went to go um, see Jose play against the Giants. And unfortunately, I, I'm pretty sure they lost. Oh, 
as we were walking out, the Giants hit a grand slammer yeah. um, to take the lead. So it's kind of a bummer. But um, we just got here today, and um, we're very excited because this evening... Yeah, we we're going to do the... Um... Hold on, let me get you on uh, Instagram. Okay. Wish us, wish us luck. Hopefully we don't have any technical difficulties like we've become really good what at. What are we doing this evening? Tonight we are doing... Uh, Comedy and bingo for LLS to raise money. It's our last big fundraiser to raise money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So. Well, no, well, don't expect too much comedy, but for sure bingo. <laughs> for sure bingo and prizes. And uh, are we going to tape it? I think we might try and tape a little bit of it for you guys if it's not a complete shit show, but, um, but it should be fun. Are you posting it now? I already posted. I'm not like you, dude. I'm not all about the hashtags and all the... Yeah. Crazy stuff. Um, but I did have a message that I want to look for. So if you could talk okay. quickly. Talk more about me and my crowns. No, I can't believe you brought these out. And then you fished it out of the trash can. <laughs> okay, anyway. Are you really not going to talk? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are we going to talk about? Maybe Aztec Chevrolet. Yes. Maybe, maybe we give a big uh, shout out. You know what? Some people were saying, I don't know how we didn't think about this. How do we not think to say C or no in the commercial? That's on you, dude. I, look, I, I'm just telling In talented. the outtakes, I was like, I don't know why we didn't think of that. We should have said it, yes. Yeah. But Aztec Chevrolet, as always, thank you so much for the love, the support yes. that you have given us. We've had so much fun being partners with you guys and our friends at Old Salt Coffee. Dot com. Dravino 10 is the discount code. Yes. Get, there's, there's a bag in there. I don't want to open that. I don't know what's in no, there. Pull it out to show them the cool bag. I hope you fall. I hope you fall. I'm not showing my big old booty on the camera anymore. So this is one of our bags. Old Salt Coffee, guys. Hit them up. Um, this is a Navy company, Veterans. Um, if you're going to get coffee anyway. You might as well get it from our friends at Old Salt Coffee. So hit those guys up. Um, we are happy to be here. Um, thank you so much for always joining our conversation and, yes. and making the comments and reaching out and somebody let us know that they were looking back and it is our one year anniversary. Oh, they said, yeah, it's been a year that we've been doing the podcast. It's I didn't even realize man. that. It's unbelievable that it's gone this far. <laughs> I, I almost, I almost want to go back and look at episodes and, and uh -huh. be like, what was wrong with us? <laughs> what were we going through at that time? You were pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were all fat. When we started, I was at, I was pregnant. We started and I was pregnant, right? I think you might have yeah. just been knocked up. Yeah. And we might not have even known it. Yeah. So a lot has happened in a year and, and you guys have been along for the ride. And, and again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Because yeah. uh, Renee and I, we have our ups and downs. Um, more, more downs lately <laughs> than ups. Um, <laughs> we're being honest. Um, but we love hanging out with you guys for this hour. So thank you. Thank you. Like, share, tell your friends, and uh, hopefully we can cause some divorces. <laughs> Have faith. <laughs>